comes to lawn and get these with my dad. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care it is. Well, either way. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. It's just not a natural thing we would do in our society. You don't see that. Yes. Two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Let me tell you, the one that matters is me. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. So beautiful. So beautiful. The beauty is in the mix. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live on a Friday from Studio C. Hey, ain't your... Hey, dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels. The Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, everybody, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Co-general managers. First of all, the Olympics, the, the pageantry, the wonder, the competition, the drugs, the corruption. And <laughs> Rand freaking Paul, a lone voice of sanity in a big white building full of crackheads. Rand Paul. I'm over it. I've given up. I was, I was pretty despondent That's last some night. attitude. I was trying to watch news last night. I just couldn't. I just couldn't take any of this stuff. It's, it's just it's terrible. Just a, I, I'm, the Olympics are coming along at the perfect time. I need a couple of weeks of watching something different at night and watch the Olympics with my kids. And, right. I heard that, man. You all just, you know, just enjoy the slide towards socialism, which is inevitable. It's the way it works. And what are you going to do? So? You know, I just had a vision. I think maybe I've been reincarnated. I, I see some Roman guy running around in a toga. You know, sometime around, well, you know, back in the day. Back in the day. And he's saying, listen, listen, senators, there are barbarians there. We're all drunk. We're all fornicating. I'm telling you, the barbarians are serious. Ah, we're fine. You know, and and, we're spending money like water. We're fighting wars all over the world. Nobody pays any attention to. Come on. It'll be fine. History repeats itself. Look how powerful we are. That's it. We defeated the Visigoths like they weren't even there. <laughs> the Visigoths, um, yeah, the Olympics. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put all the corruption out of my mind. I'm gonna try to just go with the pageantry you and should. the splendor. You should. Why not? And the fact that it's just corrupt through and through. I mean, top to bottom corrupt. I'm just gonna put that all in my mind. Doesn't have anything to do with, uh, you know, some 19 year old for some tiny country or some some small town in America who's trying to do their best mm-hmm. at a sport. Got nothing yeah. to do with that. You know, I've had a similar discussion with my kids about religion through the years. I've pointed out that uh, there is nothing human beings touch that they don't screw up. So don't let uh, you know uh, religious institutions come between you and God. There's a guy I watched a little of the figure skating last night. There's a guy from I don't know where he's from. He's an Asian dude. He uh, he's landed five quadruples in one uh, exercise a number of times. He's going to try to do that. Five quadruples. That's at least what the announcers say, because I can't tell the right. difference between them. Yeah. No they kidding. They could do a double, and I'd say, wow, a quadruple. No I kidding. Don't. I told I told Sam, I said, that was a quadruple. He said, how do you know? I said, I don't actually. Because they told me. Because <laughs> yeah. the gay fella on TV just told me so. It actually... <laughs> 
<laughs> they, it actually made me dizzy what the guy did it. I kind of, yeah. I kind of lost my balance a little bit. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Very good. I love the Winter Olympics. Love the slalom, the downhill skiing, the snowboarding. I'm a big fan of the Winter Olympics. The downhill's awesome. Yes, it is. I love it. Can't get enough of it. Um, but what I'm hoping, though, is I know North Korean uh, officials are going to be there, and Mike Pence is going to be there. Do you think they will ski together, possibly? Some sort of, you know... Unity to show, you know, a couple runs, things maybe over a couple cocktail runs. back at the lodge. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. The great thing, the, the downhill is similar to the uh, the 100 meters in the Summer Olympics. It's yeah. just playing who can get there the fastest. It's not very complicated. Who gets right. there the fastest? Um, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Checking out the Olympic coverage desk. It seems there's a bit of a pause in the action as the focus today is on the opening ceremonies. Uh, snowboarding, ski jumping, some team figure skating, and speed skating all uh, taking effect this weekend. I love the speed skating. That's a pretty good one, too. Yeah. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. All right, Marshall. I am uh, very happy. It is Friday. We've got bipartisanship in the air in <laughs> Congress with Republicans and Democrats joining hands to spend our money and at the Olympics, where North and South Korean athletes marched in under a unification flag. Fantastic. Everything's and, coming together. Indeed. Former enemies, now friends. Indeed. And by the way, gentlemen, I've made up my mind about clinical trials dealing with my disease. We'll talk about that later on. Okay. In the program. That includes you getting shots in your eyes for a year and a half? For a year and a half, yeah. yes. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this How Did It Already Get to Be Friday? February the 9th, year 2018, keeping you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve this program. All right, here's the show officially beginning now. According to FCC rules and regulations, all of us have marched in under our hometown's banners. And let's begin the show at Mark. République Populaire de Chine. People's Republic of China. Republic Czech. Czech Republic. Czechko. Chile. 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 How about that music? Chile. Chile. And Chile. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? And did the South Koreans and North Koreans start throwing punches, or did they get booed or cheered, or how'd that go down? Oh, no. Two nations, one flag, lots of cheers. <laughs> Political intrigue at the Olympics opening ceremony. Trump is trumpeting and signing off on the massive spending bill. And if you are a single man looking for love, you might want to upgrade your phone. Coming up, 635, Armstrong and Getty. Breaking news, the Norwegian team was accidentally sent 15,000 eggs. Stay with us. Yeah, I heard that story. That's funny. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. Hilarious, insightful, angry, sexy. (laughs) That should cover it, right? Uh, And clips of the week coming up. Oh, yeah. And we probably ought to tip our cap to the day the tea party died. Just a tip of the cap. Long live the tea party. Yeah. Uh, Stay tuned for all that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Voice of the West. Let's just dick the music, huh? I love the cure. What's the disease? The disease is... I need to hear a good tune. 
And here's the cure. The cure is the cure. Shut Shut up, you're thinking. I'm trying to hear the song. (laughs) Sean, what question did you answer yes to last night? Uh, Would you like a shot of Jameson? (laughs) And it's... It seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, that happens on Little Friday sometimes. The last time a shot ended up being a shot oh, yeah, was it, never. It was two. Yeah, two. <laughs> wow. Amateur. Oh my god. I never I never had enjoyed shots. I never got the appeal of them. I just it was never. I don't have a good shot face. <laughs> oh man, you get to like the fireball whiskey at the turn when you're playing the golf. Oh man, loosens that swing right up. I got to please. I got to try to pretend like I'm sneezing or something right after I take a shot to hide the fact that I'm I'm grimacing. <laughs> well, I think everybody ought to be forced to wear a hat or an armband or something indicating a when they have to get up in the morning or b if they're on vacation or or c like you know I I got one buddy's great guy he's a, a farmer and there's part of the year where he works you know twenty hours a day seven days a week and there's part of the year not so much. And if a guy with, like, the green armband comes up to you and says, hey, you want to do a shot at the turn? You're thinking, oh, yeah, sure, you don't care, do you? I got a red armband on. I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Right, or an armband that says I have small children versus mine are out of the house. Right. It's a completely different thing you're going home to after you do shots. Right. <laughs> but it was Thirsty Thursday. What was I going to do? Exactly. Little Friday, exactly. really. Mailbag coming up in a minute, Michael. You, you, you don't even think it. But right now it's time to, time to, hmm, time to, hmm. Let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's cow clips of the week. Look at this. We got guys with horns playing. They're playing the fight song. Shut up, bitch. I ain't got socks on because I'm tipsy. That's like O.J. Simpson saying, no, really, I'm a famous football player. Google O.J. Simpson. Civil rights are ramtastic. Inside any Goodwill store, you're bound to find old clothes, used books, and toys. But how about a grenade launcher? So now we have the first Republican president in modern times, the first president, really, who is anti-immigrant. This budget deal is the first real sprout of bipartisanship. This bill represents a significant bipartisan step forward. Somebody said treasonous. I mean, yeah, I guess why not? Super Bowl seems like it was two weeks ago. We're talking to our agent yesterday, who's a Philly guy and uh, an Eagles fan since he was a kid, and he was still giddy over the Super Bowl a week, you know, a weekend. Was the, was there, of course, did all the partying with his friends. That's something. Just thrilled to death. Um, it's wild. The need to belong. Uh, well, if my team won, I'd been happy too. My team has never won. There was one, uh, I think it was a sports talk radio show that was talking about, this is the proudest moment in the history of our city, I guess, forgetting that American democracy was founded there. I don't know. That was a pretty, uh, that was a pretty good Constitutional uh, convention was a good one. That was a good one, yeah. Wow. Crafting the uh, longest live democracy on earth. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Although, although we're, we're at the tail end of it. Got oh, yeah. to keep that in mind. All right. It was a good run. Yesterday was a big step toward being at the tail end of this whole experiment. Honest to God, not hyperbole in my opinion. So, uh, 
Yeah, but, you know, uh, all right, you want to talk about sports. Are San Francisco Giants fans supposed to be angry that they only won three World Series in five years? Come on, we had a great run! 2-0 and in World Wars. 300 or so years of, you know, I don't know 200, whatever it's been. Who has the time to keep track? <laughs> Constitutional democracy. All right, mailbag, where were we? Uh, guests you won't be having. Sounds like a great new feature. Yep, guests we won't book. Based on the dozens of guest pitches we get every day, I'll bring that to you a little oh, bit we, later on this morning. We get offered guests that are a terrible idea. Okay, here you go. I'll pay it off right now. With Valentine's Day coming, have you thought about ice cream as a gift? You can talk to, what's this geek's name? Some, from some ice cream company about how that can be a fun Valentine's Day gift. Sure, he's very nice. I wonder if he knows anything. I'll save you the trouble of texting, tweeting, and emailing. I wonder if he has any ideas for last-minute Halloween costumes. What I wonder there. with these now shut up. What I wonder with these guest ideas is: Are there radio shows, TV shows out there that take these guests and do a segment on them? I guess there are. Uh, Mitch McConnell looks like Granny from the Beverly Hillbillies. He does from Shane. Thank you, Shane. It's a good point. Yes, he does. A great deal. Um, in, in fact, would you like to look at this? In fact, if you uh, threw a wig on him, he is Granny wow. from the Beverly Hillbillies. And some, uh, He's com- got more of a turkey neck than she had. And some combat boots. A turkey neck and a turtle shell. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, nice note here from Shelly. Good morning. I live in Fort Bragg. No radio reception. Until I awesome. got me Alexis last October, also known as the Amazon Echo. And every morning at 6, I'm in the hot tub with coffee in the Armstrong and Getty Show. Love you guys. Love the way you hit on most topics that are happening. Keep up the great entertaining. Until I accidentally knock the Alexis into the hot tub, and then I am no more. Well, and you will be missed, Shelly. Uh, let's see. Oh, from the science desk, this uh, this email came to Oh, I'll just read it verbatim. This is a renewed invitation to participate in the ongoing debate on the historical, geometric, and experimental evidence on the lack of expansion of the universe in the ensuing new cosmology. Hmm. Here are the latest uploads. Are you sure you want to stay out? You know, I could weigh in on the historical, geometric, and experimental evidence on the lack of expansion of the universe in the new ensuing uh, cosmology. I don't think I'd advance the discussion very much. Is there somebody claiming the universe has stopped expanding? Uh, apparently, would you like to read this and attempt to? Uh, That'd be something. To uh, I actually understood some of it, but I'm, I'm guessing that happens over millions or billions of years, though. So uh, I think we'll be okay. I'm really unconcerned. I'm the apathetic voter in terms of uh, <clears throat> universe expansion. Uh, let's see. This is from unsigned. Stop talking over each other. That's the entirety Entire, of the don't email. Don't talk over each other. If you don't why want do us we, to talk about they want each, to talk each other, we probably other. ought to just—I uh, don't know—take well, turns or something. What's to the problem? A system there? where everybody on the show is she talking about me. If we were to look at the Canadian model, what's the problem there? It seems like a good idea. It's more information. It's hard to really pick the right spot sometimes. But we thank you for your input. It's harder than it looks, by the way. Here's a oh well yeah kind of I'm watching a little of the Olympics up there so uh, yeah I'm already excited cross country skiing another good one man there's some badasses usually from your Scandinavian countries yeah yeah you know I heard somebody make the point the other day that if a sport demands long grinding discipline and it's boring to watch the United States does not do very well on it. That's interesting. If it takes short bursts of wild creativity, we dominate. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. 
your 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 wild ski. What are you freestyle skiing and your X Games and your gymnastics and no, of course, gymnasts and and all those people have years and years and years of grinding discipline to be able to do that, but. It's kind of what we're into. We're into Flash. We're a flashy country. I love the fact that the the U.S. seemed to get, they were tired of not really having the the same medal count in the Winter Olympics that they did in the Summer Olympics, so they somehow convinced the committee to allow snowboarding right. in. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just patted like, hey, we invented this five years ago. There's no way anybody else in the world is as good at it as we are. How about you let us do this in the Olympics? Well, we really need sports that high people can win. <laughs> and we are to the Olympics the same thing we are to the U.N. Without us, it just ain't much. Right. So we have, our, our voice <laughs> carries a, a lot of weight. Ryan from Houston, Jack Joe, news stories I never need to hear again. One, member of Congress complaining about a program they don't like costing too much money. Yeah. Two, a Super Bowl ad that is too hot for the Super Bowl. (laughs) Amen to that, brother. Sorry, I'm about to sneeze. Am I the only guy with allergies just going wild? Uh, Three, okay, back to news stories I never need to hear again. An internet petition says... And four, a Girl Scout selling her cookies in front of a pot store. I get it. Pot smokers like cookies. This has happened every year, and every year they try to make it a controversy. Just give me more coffee and fecal matter studies. There's Ryan from Houston. He's a man of science. He probably ought to participate in the ongoing debate on the historical, geometric, and experimental evidence on the lack of expansion of the universe and the ensuing new cosmology. Ryan, you can have my spot. Nice note from David here. Guys, I just have to tell you how much more money is in my check due to the tax cut. It's exactly... Oh, Michael, this is the clip I needed. It's exactly $27. (laughs) (laughs) $27! More per week. Oh, the comical irony. I hear it in Bernie's voice. Thanks to your awesome show. Thanks for your awesome note, David. And enjoy your additional... $27! Awesome. (laughs) So great. Morning, gents, writes Brian. Beautiful Nevada City, California. That's a fun town. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, if while in South Korea, Kim Jong-un's sister defects, does that mean he has to have his entire family, including himself, brutally tortured and murdered? If so, end of threat. I mean, Vice President Pence could probably get her to defect just by offering the poor girl a big gulp and a couple of Slim Jims. Uh, from the looks of the, uh, the the ruling family, they're getting plenty to eat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the round mound of oppression. <laughs> uh, yeah, he doesn't look to have missed many meals. Of course, his deal, it was his granddad was big and fat and he and, and considered a god. So he wants to look like him. No, not when he was his age, though. When his granddad was 30, he was a guerrilla fighter establishing right. the nation and a, and a real tough guy. Well, so. they focus grouped it, Jack. How strong do you have to be to fight a gorilla? They're very. Yeah. As hell, Sean. As hell. Tara writes, is anyone else having a hard time getting into the Winter Olympics while we watch daffodils bloom in 70-degree weather? (laughs) Yeah, it is uh, oddly warm in the western United States. Is anybody in better shape than long-distance cross-country skiers? Anybody on planet Earth? Uh, Cardiovascular-wise? No. Yeah. No, according to my cardiologist. God, I'll bet. Um, so Marshall's got his news coming up. Yesterday was an historic day. I mean, I think it, it won't be remembered in books, but nope. uh, is is a big deal. It's it's pretty much over. I should be wearing black today. Picture me wearing black, not with a bang, but with a whimper. Marshall's news coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm excited. 
excited about the Winter Olympics with no Matt Lauer because I've never liked his presence. Yeah, but you, have you heard the Mike Tirico story? Uh-uh. He's moved into the big chair. Half a dozen women have come forward and said, oh, no. he's a groper no and a way. slobber <laughs> and, a, and a, on the make constantly. And the rest Holy of cow. Especially back in his ESPN days, I guess. Uh, you know. Well, what, he, what do I know? But that's what they're saying. He probably looked to the king of NBC, Matt Lauer, and thought, this is this is the way you do it. Matt Lauer can suck it. Oh, boy. This is what comes with the job. Uh, let's get the news now, Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump okays congressional spending bill. That's the headline he tweeted just moments ago. Just signed bill. Our military will now be stronger than ever before. We love and need our military and gave them everything and more. From this, or first time rather, this has happened in a long time, also means jobs, jobs, jobs. That's the way he tweeted after he signed off on it. House Speaker Paul Ryan celebrating. Republicans and Democrats coming together on a true compromise measure. I think that's a thing to celebrate. House. Wow. That is just unbelievable. That is just unbelievable. Are Are we supposed to either believe that or because the, the argument that some of them are making is we came together we funded this stuff that needs to be funded now we've got that behind us so we can come together and deal with the you know the real issues entitlements which who, is most of the budget who believes that's going to happen though uh, well, I, I would like to but i feel like a jackass for even suggesting how about it. you do that other stuff first yeah it's, it's, it's like the immigration debate. How about you secure the borders and stop illegal immigration first before you give amnesty to all these people? But it's always the, the other way around, right. and then you, you never get around right. to the hard part. Right, right. And if I was going to be a naive sap, I might also suggest, now, okay, they actually came together and both sides voted in a majority on something, anything. They kind of broke that hole, if I've even seen, with them on the devil thing. So now they can work together because, for the good of the country. Because it was so overwhelmingly a Santa Claus list. We get to do everything we right. want, yeah. and you get to do everything you want. Right. I'm in. It was like a crip in a blood deciding to loot the tennis shoe store, the the, the, the shoe store together. It's a rare moment of bipartisanship. Not really. Not really. House passage followed earlier approval by the Senate. Uh, Senate passage was blocked for a time by Republican Senator Rand Paul, who argued the growing hey! the growing federal deficit is a threat to U.S. national security. I can't, in all good honesty and all good faith, just look the other way because my party is now complicit in the deficits. But really, who's to blame? Both parties. We have a 700-page bill that no one has read that was printed at midnight. No one will read this bill. Nothing will be reformed. The waste will continue, and government will keep taking your money irresponsibly and adding to a twenty trillion dollar debt. And all the cable news channels, even the uh, even Fox, they all laughed at Rand Paul. Meaningless gesture. What's he doing? Grandstanding. It's just so frustrating. There's nobody standing up for what Rand Paul believes. The idea of what are we doing here? Right. There are Republicrats and Democrats. This additional spending plus the uh, you know the infrastructure, all of it together, way way way. Oh, plus the you know the tax cut deal right. is way way bigger than the uh, than the stimulus plan under Obama, the eight hundred billion or so that everybody went crazy over. Now I know that the tax cut thing ought to be a temporary uh, bit of uh, lack of revenue, and and I believe the economy will roar and make up for it, but. 
Nonetheless, the fiscal conservatives who are going berserk when the jug-eared fellow was in the White House are sitting on their hands right now. now I heard one Hypocrites. Of, I heard one of my favorite political pundits, who's pretty fair, say, we, we just need to rethink the way we look at, the way we talk about the parties, because it has changed. And everybody just needs to recognize that it's changed. We now have a couple of Republican presidents in a row that doubled the debt. So did a Democrat. Mm-hmm. There, there is no party that's against that. So we need to stop, you know, framing the argument as if there is. Yeah, I would agree. Well, as the great uh, political philosopher Jerry Seinfeld put it when talking about ending a relationship, sometimes you have to tip it back and forth a few times. The first Tea Party movement came and went, tried to get some fiscal discipline. It appears to have failed, but uh, I will not stop fighting. Me and Rand Paul, arm in arm. Who's with me? There you go. Actually, probably the only person who's with you right now is Rand Paul, who also said... A country cannot go on forever spending money this way. And what you're seeing is recklessness trying to be passed off as bipartisanship. That is absolutely what happened. Recklessness being passed off as bipartisanship. God, that's incredible. Well, the pomp and circumstance is well underway. The opening ceremony for the 2018 Winter Games has begun. Dubbed the Peace Games, the Parade of Nations featuring 90 countries and teams from North and South Korea marching in together for the first time in 11 years. The group flying their unification flag designed to represent all of Korea when North and South Korea participate as one team in the sporting events. It's white with the blue Korean peninsula in the middle. And during the opening ceremony, the sister of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un shook hands with the South Korean president, Mr. Moon, in their historic meeting. Wow. So do, do, do smart people think this means anything? It might there's a good chance it's, you know, just the pattern of North Korean aggression, conciliation, aggression, conciliation. But, you know, meeting people and talking to them and looking them in the face and being reminded that they are human beings, that can do some good. We'll just have to wait and see. I, I would not put down my gun yet, if you know what I'm saying. It just it seems to me it's just such a win for North Korea. Uh, right. Their scientists are making better missiles and bombs while this is all going on. And Correct. people are talking about, you know. It's all upside for him. I don't see the upside on the other side. It's oh, hope, yeah. hope on one side and continuing to do what you were doing on the other side. Yeah, beware wishful thinking dealing with somebody like that. Please read uh, The Gathering Storm. Winnie Churchill. Perhaps you've heard of him. And lastly, you might want to upgrade your phone if you're a single man looking for love. A study by the dating site Match says women are 90% more likely than men to judge their date negatively for having an older model of phone mm. Mm. check the watch check the shoes check the phone yes mm. three three quarters of single said they'd be turned off their date answered the phone without any explanation even having a phone turned around could be a hazard as 60 percent say they don't want their date to place the phone on the table face up 40 percent say it's rude when somebody takes their phone off into the bathroom so there you go phone etiquette while dating it's rude to take your phone into the bathroom yes 
What, I'm supposed to just leave it on the table? Well, the waiter might swipe it. I don't like the look of him. <laughs> so that your date can go through your phone and see what you got that, on that it. That seems like the polite thing yeah. to do. You don't touch your phone while you're eating, and you take it in the phone when you're going to inevitably check the very important texts and emails that right. you must have gotten while you didn't look at it for ten minutes. Well, the president but, has been calling. <laughs> I got these fire takes. I got to tweet out. Exactly. Hey, this, sp- speaking of phones, yeah. did you hear this? The uh, One of the big sponsors of the Olympics, Samsung, was giving nice uh, smartphones to all of the athletes, yeah. but they... They couldn't give them to the North Koreans and Iranians because they're under U.N. sanctions. And that is a luxurious good, which is uh, forbidden. Mm. So those poor saps, as if living under dictators ain't bad enough, they don't get their free phone. My God, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong Getty Show, the voice of the West. I'm going to throw I'm gonna throw this phone across the there's an angry North Korean shot putter there. So is uh, Representative Tom McClintock, or R. California, going to come on and explain why he voted yes? I guess he's going to claim it. We had to reopen the government, or is about getting funding for the military, or whatever they all say. So he voted yes, did he? That's uh, what I'm told. Okay. Uh, I'll be damned. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, there are no votes. For fiscal responsibility. In terms of significant numbers, numbers that can win elections. There is no constituency for that. Right. There, well, there's not. No. Um, so we got We're doomed! It's been a while since I've done that. That's I've missed right. it. We're going to talk to somebody live from South Korea coming up a little bit later. I want to know what the mood's like. I get the sense that nobody's even thinking about the rogue nuclear power 30 miles away. It's not in anybody's mind, I guess. Nah, we'll be fine. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The voice of the West. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Everybody's getting more spending. The military, the right's getting more military spending. The left is getting more welfare spending. And you're getting stuck with a bill. Ah, shut up. Nobody cares. So Nobody cares. I stole this credit card so from my kids. I've done something. Let's get awful. some crystal. I've done something awful. I've done oh, something no. terrible. No. So ah, how terrible. How many times do I have to do the make the same mistake? Before I, uh, according to experts, one more, apparently. <laughs> At least one more. I'm sorry. I'll get out of your way. What has occurred? So there have been a number of times in my life that I get a text or two about a certain subject, and I assume that that's the case, and then I go with it on the air, and then it ends up embarrassing me greatly and, and doing damage. Oh, no. And so I went with, we had two texts, but that doesn't mean anything. I thought at the time, I shouldn't say this until I confirm it. But I had went ahead and said that Tom McClintock voted for. Oh, no. And he voted no. And his oh. office called, and they're not happy, and I wouldn't be happy either. Oh, no. Because I can say a thousand times right now, Tom McClintock voted no. As a fiscal conservative, he voted no. But a lot of you, some of you in his voting district, heard yes and then had to run into work or go to the grocery store or whatever, and you'll never hear it. Oh, you'll no. never hear the correction. Oh, I'm a no. bad person. Mm. I am not. I'm no journalist. Mm. I'm someone who should not be listened to on any subject. Mm. 
Tom McClintock voted no, which I'm very happy to hear. And we'll have him on in just a few minutes. You are fired as co-host. Fired. If I were him, I wouldn't even come on a show, a hack show like this. Who won't even do mm, a simple Google search to figure out what the facts are. God dang it. I'm sorry. I apologize greatly. We're looking for a new co-host. Someone that can Google things. Your your honesty is disarming and charming. How soon can you start, son? God dang it. You're an incompetent. Dang it! How dare you impugn my friend Tom with your believing random texts from randos? <laughs> Who's your source? A rando <laughs> said no responsible journalist ever. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, that was that was a big mistake. I would put that that might be the biggest mistake I've ever made on the air. Oh please, there have been many. <laughs> well, yeah, there have been many, but that might be the biggest one I've ever made. Mm. Can you think of a bigger? No, but I've got the memory of a 113-year-old. Mm. That, was, that was not cool. Well, we've said all sorts of stupid stuff. I mean, but... Yeah, I know you feel bad about it. I do feel bad about it, but that doesn't help. Me feeling bad doesn't help anything. Well, makes it less fun to kick you. <laughs> I kind of wish you were a little defiant, honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that the pain I am feeling... Jeez, I don't know why I do things like I thought at the time. I thought, you know, you can bring this up next segment after you've confirmed this. So there's no point in bringing it up here. But I wanted to be the one who had the information and got it out there. Mm, showing like, off for we? Yeah, mm, exactly. I terrible. know something you don't. Wow. That's what it was. It was ego. Ego run amok. And it's sad to look at. <laughs> yeah, God dang it. It's a I'm sad spectacle. Picturing a scene from one of my favorite Marx Brothers movies. I can't remember which one. Mara Groucho is uh, scolding uh, Harpo, the silent one. He yells at him, and Harpo looks all sad and ashamed. And Groucho says, "You're ashamed of yourself, aren't you?" Well, that shows a good spirit. <laughs> and then Harpo starts smiling again. <laughs> so, That's Hanson, can you jump on the mic uh, there, Hanson? Um, what was the tone of voice of oh, Tom Lord. McClintock's office when they called oh, in to say Lord. he did indeed vote no? Oh, Seething Lord. anger and disgust. <laughs> Well, only appropriate. No, honestly, what was it? Oh, no, they were very friendly. No, no, no I, wouldn't, were, I wouldn't oh, be very I'm friendly. I'm sickened I'm, by this. I wouldn't be very friendly. I'm sick. They're pretty, nice people. Well, yeah, they are. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a nice person. Was it or Jennifer? A, yeah, she's so nice. Actually, I'm a nice person. I'm a nice, incompetent person. You know what? Yes. Bumbling yet endearing is you know that's that's a different sort of villain. You're not a villain. So I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it every segment for the rest of the show. Hopefully everybody will hear. Okay, go ahead. Congressman Tom McClintock voted no. That's funny. I heard he voted yes. <laughs> Broadcast reports had him voting yes. Yeah, that's that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Idiot. Oh, by the way, you know, um, you know I, I actually was thinking. I actually, when I briefly thought he voted yes, which he didn't, I thought, well, maybe. I actually had a little hope. I thought maybe smart guy like fiscal conservative is going to come on and explain to me why this isn't a horror, and maybe I'm overreacting to this. I actually briefly thought that, but no, I was right. The first time, it is a horror. You were intrigued. He voted no, and it is, uh, well, the the Tea Party is dead, and it's, it's, you know, last gasps of a dying empire. It fit your narrative. Is that what you're saying? Confirmation bias? Mm. 
or something. Well, well, we'll talk to the congressman about why he voted yes, according to oh, broadcast quit reports. That. Quit saying no, that. No, he voted no. Of course Don't, he voted geez. no. You're not helping. His, his thing is fiscal responsibility. All right, as long as we're clearing the air and settling things, um, <clears throat> I don't know if this is strictly ethical, but um, a, a private note to uh, Steve, uh, financial uh, advisor, my Judy and mine, our guy. Steve, if I was leaving your office, did you hear the Dow dropped 1,000 again yesterday? Yeah, I did. Uh, if I was leaving your office, Steve, you know what I'd say? I'd say, bye, bye-bye, bye, <laughs> bye, Steve, bye-bye, bye. <laughs> Yeah, I was actually thinking that driving in today. I thought I got to, if I got any money, I got to put it in the stock market now. Yeah. Although that's what I know people, a Chinese guy, buy your kidney, 50K, seriously, cash. That is what people thought in 1929, um, which has happened once, and we, we have all kinds of different mechanisms in place now. But that is what happened in 1929. Huge drop. All the big money thought, all right, I'm going to buy. Yep. Then another huge drop. Yeah. Then the really huge money thought, oh, wow, this is the time to get in. Then another huge drop. And then everybody was broke and they started jumping out of windows. You know what I heard yesterday? This is, and it's worth reading the book, uh, The Myth of the Rational Voter by David Shurish, Shurish, something like that. I can't remember. Google it. What am I over here? Uh, library. Um. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh one of the reasons for the big drop in at the end of the trading day yesterday was your so-called retail investors, your kind of mom and pops, your don't follow it, etc. They see down, 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 and they sell. It's it's panic selling, and all the funds readjust, and and it's actually a really good sign that people who don't know better started selling in droves because that's like a known uh, syndrome. When that happens, yeah, it's it's sad, y'all who see it dropping and think, "Oh no, it's low. I've got to sell." Oh Lord, don't do that. Yeah, and I saw a report on the the computer trading and how that is just dominated, and nobody quite understands what it means to the markets anymore because right. it's, it's all a new thing. We're going to talk to Tom McClintock, who voted no. Coming up next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Green Bay. 